You're listening to the Rollover and Die podcast, brought to you by MCM Comic Con. So, uh, previously on Rollover and Die, a monstrous form darkens the waters next to Sally's ruin. A gigantic crab breaks the surface of the water and pulls itself halfway up the ship, only to be fought back by Mike, also now a giant crab, Parter, also too a giant crab, and Chad, flyboy. Uh, Aya fell, and Aya, the flail supreme. Beating back the legendary creature gives Sea Queen Regina a second command relentless, and the half-baked Artisifer, Krusty, time to repair the crystal engine and pull the lever, but no one knows what this will result in. So that's no over and done with. Ready to roll over and die. I can't remember what happened at the end. I know we killed it, but then where are we now? Yeah, don't you don't know. That's where yeah, we ended then. it. Oh, yeah, because we got the... Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't. They got the thing with him. So... You wrecked the corpse. Hmm. Sorry. Okay. Uh, right, we'll start off today's episode with Pip. Now, uh, if you remember Pip, uh, you managed to escape the Dandy Sage Tavern uh, whilst uh, your contact was being uh, attacked outside. Uh, you went into the rear alley, up onto the rooftops, and skittered away. <laughs> What have you been doing for the last two days? Um, I've been like just laying low. Um, I guess I'm back at what's his name, Nicky Knuckles Tackle. Oh yeah, thing, Knuckles Tackle. Um, I'm just yeah laying low there, like keeping my ear to the ground to see if I hear of my friends or you know where they've gone because they just abandoned me with no notice. But yeah, that's fine. Sure. Um, so yeah, that's. What have you been doing? When you return to Knuckles Tackle, um, the st- entire street is still a little bit of disarray because it's collapsed. Um, no one's in Knuckles Tackle, but when you enter the front door and close it behind you, you turn around and see um, Nedrick, uh, Nikki's husband, uh, yes. slumped in the corner, um, not moving. Oh, yeah. I think I came back here before, and I think I saw that. <sighs> okay. I'm going to head back to the university. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And do I remember what, you know, the research facility? Yes. Do I remember yes. what they were wearing? Did they have a uniform? Um, yes. Every, um, it seems that it will all be color coded. So okay. every area has got its own uh, standard issue robes. Uh, the, um, usually, like the teachers or the professors, will have um, a more uh, ornate version of that, but they all do follow a color coding. Uh, and so the researchers themselves, they wear uh, brown. Okay, I am going to go on the hunt for some brown robe. Okay, at the UMA itself or in the city proper? Um, did I see any sort of like um, clothing shop? in the city when i was walking around yeah there's plenty of clothing shops in the city um you could go Um, there and probably ask them for a generic brown robe i'm gonna go in and ask um if they know where i would get the robe to start my new job in the research facility okay Uh, as you ask around it's not too um difficult to ascertain that uh, they are university issued okay in that case, I'm going to head to the university and go and chat to, who was it? The, the... Did you want to go to the dean? You might not be 
paying attention to Josh right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I'm probably for some reason. Like you've forgotten anyone can see you. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the story. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to be back, Pip. Was it uh, <laughs> Dean Bartis Hoffmeyer? Um, was she no the the like mystic or whoever it was that was like oh, on our side? The one that got attacked. Yes. Uh, Professor Spine. Wait, huh? Professor was Spine. Oh, the one um, who like told us. Yeah, didn't you get a meeting with her set up through something? Yeah, she's, yeah. she's Professor Spine. Yeah, you met her at the no, Daniel Sage. Sorry. I that mean, the this, um, the person, Elder. oh yeah, she's attacked. I forgot about that. Never mind. Okay. I'm going to head and speak to the Dean. Okay. Um, in the similar way that you get, uh, up to the third floor, you go to the Dean's front door and there is that magic mouth that's on the exterior of the door. There's, what's your name and appointment time? Um, I don't have an appointment time just yet, but I think the Dean would be really interested in, in chatting to me. Make your appointment with the secretary downstairs. Um, I don't think that, that she would be interested in meeting me. Um, it doesn't, you don't get anything back. You've tried this before with the, the magic mouth and it um, only has like a certain amount of pre-recorded. It's not like a sentient being, so you can't How really have a conversation. Um, Chad used... Uh, message or sending one of those two spells to get okay. his way in. Actually, you know what? I thought of another plan. I'm going to go speak to the secretary. Yep. Uh, so you go downstairs and there is uh, a guy probably in his mid to late 20s. Uh, he looks either human or half elf, half human. Um, and he is furiously going, like scribbling notes down, uh, packaging things up to be mailed. He looks quite busy. Okay, <laughs> I really hope this works. <laughs> I go up to him and, oh, hello. I just, I was hoping you could help me today. See, I've, I'm starting a new job down in the research facility and no one's told me where I can get my uniform from. Uh, he stops, uh, he stops whatever he was doing and uh, peers over to you over like a big mountain of uh, stacks of paper. He goes, uh, sorry, I, I don't know who you are. You said you're starting in the research facility. What's your name? Why, yes, I was meant to start many a days ago, but did you hear about that big explosion in town? Explosion in town? No. Yes. Oh, it don't was really frightening. But anyway, I am so late and I really need to get my robe. Uh, okay, sorry, what was your name again? Oh, it's <laughs> Marianne. Marianne? Uh... <laughs> Starting in the research department a few few days yeah. ago. Let me have a look through my ledger. Um, he digs out like a, a brown leather-bound ledger, <clears throat> um, undoes it, uh, the leather strap on it, opens it up, scans down. And goes, sorry, I've got no transfers or new starters in here at all. Uh, where are you coming from? Oh, you know, it is just like that, Dean, to not tell anybody that I'm arriving. She always does this to me. Um, if you just let me go see her, I'm sure she can sort it all out for you. He? He, yes, <laughs> that's what I meant. Oh, I'm so sorry. This explosion really threw me off. I just don't know where my head is today. Uh, roll a deception check for me, please. And you said you couldn't <laughs> do accidents. It's a disguise. Her disguise. Okay, deception. Mm -hmm. Ooh, 18. 
Wow, that's pretty good. He's going to do his um, insight. My deception's also only plus one, so cool. lucky I rolled high. Sorry, I forgot to bring up uh, any way of rolling dice. Here we go. <laughs> right. Roll. Oh, damn, you got an 18 as well. <laughs> so he's got plus one insight, so 19. What was your total? Uh, 18. 18. He's like, I think you're trying to pull a fast one. Denied! A fast one? What do you mean by that? I don't think you're registered here to work at all. Oh, how do you know? Uh, I run all of the uh, the Dean's paperwork. If he had hired anybody, I would be the first to know. Oh, you know, he was mighty scared about that explosion that happened because he was real worried about me. So maybe he forgot to tell you that I was starting. No, that's not true. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And he turns away from you. Good effort. Do I do I see anything around him that would look like a storage cupboard or uh, a place where they keep all the robe by chance? <laughs> um, hmm. not in here. No, he's got quite a small, cramped office. He's surrounded by stacks, like tables and uh, stacks of files and parchment, um, covering every square surface. And he's also got like a big um, like filing system, like a library card system in here but there's no like chests or like, wardrobe or anything that would house anything like that okay you assume it's like um, in like a quartermaster or something like that somewhere in the university oh uh, what sorry like a quartermaster um but that's more militarial i don't know if a university would have an equivalent but like okay. someone that would deal out supplies you don't think he would be the one who'd like give you a writ and then you'd have to go somewhere else and pick up your robes okay. um, maybe even like the first year teachers um the other thing that does come to mind is that uh, the first time you came here, and you had to get, walk past it when you came here again today, um, is there are rows of lockers oh, yeah. um, in the main hall, and there are plenty of students rocking about with different coloured robes on. Uh, there's potential um, that you could either like wait till everyone's gone, or like try and steal someone's robes, or maybe go to the living quarters and try and get something out of the, like, the laundry basket, that kind of thing. Um... I okay. I'm gonna head towards the living quarters in that case. Sure. Um, I'm also gonna uh, cast pass without trade on myself. Cool. Um, so the first year students all live on campus, and so there's a big dormitory wing attached to the university, uh, which you can get to directly through the halls. Um, you don't really get stopped here. Like no one really bothers. There's not really security in here. Um, there's no one like checking passes or anything like that, and the fact that you don't have a robe on doesn't seem to be a problem as long as you remain in the public areas. Um, and you get to the dormitories, and yeah, there's well, when you walk in, it's just absolute mayhem. Uh, the walls are there's like scorch marks on the walls. Um, there are people like running to and fro. There's paper paper everywhere. Uh, there's one one guy that walk uh, that runs like from one room across the hall to the other room. Uh, and he is blue and naked. Blue? Like, yeah. blue uh, or like painted blue? Blue as in like his skin is bright blue. Like abnormally blue. Like it's not a racial thing. It's He's been like turned that way. Magically. Uh, there's also um, like flashes of lights and you hear like bangs and stuff going on from all over the place. Do I... Is it obvious if there's like a laundry room in the living area? Why don't you do an... Investigation check. Um, 
Nine. Nine. Uh, looking around, you don't see any obvious. There's no like laundry chutes. Um, there's no laundry baskets that collect everybody. Um, but as you're wandering around, you do just turn left and right, and you can see into people's dormitory rooms. Um, their co-occupancy, and you can see like they don't wear their robes all the time. And if you search for long enough, you could probably find someone that's in a brown robe. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep searching. Mm. Um careful to you know not let anyone see me but not so careful that it's obvious that i'm sneaking around okay uh, in that case roll a stealth check if you specifically didn't want to be seen um i have passed without trace so would that affect it yeah you get plus 10. plus 10. good because i rolled a five so 15. 15. oh you rolled a five did you add your stealth to it as well oh no so 20. there you go uh, yeah, so you're slightly like moving in between. Nobody really pays you any mind. You hunker low to the floor. There's a bunch of debris around uh, around as well. So there's no problem about you uh, surreptitiously getting your way into dormitories. Uh, you find um, a dormitory that's got a uh, two males in it. Uh, one's a dwarf and one's a tiefling. Uh, the tiefling is wearing a brown robe. And the dwarf is wearing a turquoise robe. Mm-hmm. And you can see that the, the dwarf is just chilling out on his uh, bed. And the tiefling is uh, studiously in his brown robe, sitting at his desk, uh, writing something down in a book. And the dwarf keeps like throwing uh, like cantrips and just pieces of paper, crumple up pieces of paper at the back of this tiefling's head, and generally antagonizing him. Um, so, did you say the tiefling was wearing his robe? Yes. <sighs> okay. A cursory glance around the room, you just see you do d- see discarded items. The dwarf, specifically, his side of the room is an absolute mess. But the tiefling is very, very organised. Um, the dwarf is in his uh, turquoise robe, which has got like a big brown stain on one side. And you can see that there's at least one or two other robes and other bits and pieces of clothing just scattered about on the floor. So you can assume from that that the students don't have just one robe. So do I see any like brown robes? You don't on the see floor? the brown robe on the floor. No, it seems that the um, the tiefling itself uh, keeps a very tight ship. Like his mm-hmm. side of the room is very very organised. So presumably it's either it currently being laundered, or it is um, stored away somewhere. Um, I'm gonna run into the room excitedly and okay. go. Has anyone seen what's happening outside? Eh, what the hell's going on outside? And the tiefling has like no reaction, but the dwarf immediately jumps off the bed uh, and looks excited. Um, it looks like quite a young dwarf. Uh, dwarfs age differently, uh, so that they get into their like mid-teens, uh, early twenties, around about the forty, fifty-year-old mark. Okay. Um, but he looks like he is actually in dwarf years, like twenty to thirty, which would put him like. A teenager, like maybe mm-hmm. ten to twelve years old, maybe thirteen at the most. So he's very excitable. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, small beard. What was happening outside? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> kissing. <laughs> someone just dared someone else to drink a whole boot full of liquor, and they are doing it. <laughs> uh, roll a persuade. No. A deception check because no one is doing that. Oh, 
18 plus nice. one, 19. He got a three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he um, just pulls on uh, his boots and runs out of the room. Um, the tiefling's still in there. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. always, he, he's looked around when he came in, so he won't believe, but then kind of tuts under his breath and goes back to like whatever he was doing, like his writing. Kill him. What are you doing? <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. I'm not just killing everybody. I'm trying. Look, you guys have abandoned me. I'm on my own. I'm trying my hardest to just stay alive in this terrifying place. Um, Josh, it just sounds like you're heavy breathing rather than saying anything. <laughs> no, it just sounds very creepy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, would I? Would it be like correct in assuming that because he's wearing a brown robe, he works in the research facility? Correct. Okay. On brand, there, Tim. On brand. <laughs> Always be branding. It's buddy. It's buddy. Oh, hold on. It's buddy. I can it's do this. There we go. He's up there. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how. <laughs> Annie, you need to point like, down to your right. Yeah, there you go. So, does, yeah, Ellie's down. Uh, Josh is down to his right. And Alice is to her this right. This is quality content. Yeah, there you go. No, the other way, Josh. I'm in the dog. I'm sorry. Buddy. There you go. That's he seems interested in it. So. Buddy. 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 Very confusing. Buddy. Uh, so, uh, yes, he does Sorry. have a brown robe. Uh, that would indicate that he works in research, research department. Okay. You don't know what um, the do research rem- department is. Do I remember the name of the leader who we fought in? Yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, you, his... you know that. Uh, his name is Thaddeus Flipstone. Thaddeus. I was about to say, damn it, I haven't got my notepad, but then I've remembered how bad my notes are. So. Yeah, I don't think I'm messing It's probably yeah. a good thing you don't have it. Um, okay, I'm just going to say, uh, well, excuse me. Uh, I'm so sorry to trouble you right now, <laughs> but I start my job tomorrow with Thaddeus, and I've heard that he'll be real mad at me if I don't have my robe, so someone told me that you might have one spare that I could borrow for a little while. I feel like we've got Dolly Parton on this. <laughs> <laughs> he looks round um, and glares at you. Uh, roll a... I'm going to say roll a persuasion check. Need to be 11. Roll a 17 plus... There you go. One. Uh, so he looks at you. Again, doesn't say anything. Shrugs. Um... And uh, with his left foot, just reaches over from his chair and hooks underneath the handle of his chest of drawers, opens up the drawer, and then goes back to work. Uh, When you look inside the drawer from where you are, you can see neatly folded clothes in there. One of them is like a brown robe, brown wooden robe. Um, Thank you so much for this. I owe you one. He doesn't respond like at all. I just I take it and leave before he changes his mind. Cool. Yeah, it's very it's uh, very clean, uh, well pressed. Um, it's not the right size for you because you're a grung and you're three foot tall, and he's about five and a half feet tall. Uh, so yeah, if you were to put it on, you'd end up looking like a um, uh, a jawa. 
from Star Wars. <laughs> it would just be like hanging <laughs> I mean, down from your hands so and trailing it. on the on the ground. But you've got a brown robe at least. Great. Um, I am going to put it on and head to the research. Okie dokie. Um, we'll go back to everybody else now. So, let me pull up my notes. I'm scared. Uh, Don't be scared, we just defeated a little crab. Yeah, it was legendary. I genuinely can't believe that I left for like two sessions and you fight a crab and get turned into crabs and... Oh no, we turned ourselves. We turned ourselves. To defeat yeah. the legendary crab. I mean, honestly, crab on crab. I supervise you at all times. No, we wanted crab on crab action because Tim was so crab on crab action. On and, <laughs> and he knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There'd have been no crab on crab action if I was there. Tim and Tim's it anatomy works. knowledge of a crab is second to none. That's yeah, that is weird, actually. It, it worked. <laughs> right. So, the last know. thing you remember is uh, a familiar uh, sound and feeling which is what you had when the switch was flipped last time. So um, there's like, a, there's like a, a tinniness in your mouth. Everything goes quite thick in your mind and then blackness. You all wake up with a familiar cloudiness in your mind and an acrid taste in your mouth. The next thing you feel is coldness, which you quickly ascribe to the fact that you seem to be laying in a pool of water. Your eyes slowly adjust to your surroundings and you realize that you're in a cell with stone walls, floor and ceiling. One wall has bars from the ceiling to floor and a door in the centre. Looking through the bars, you can see at least half a dozen other cells. Uh, and immediately across from you are each other. In the first cell, there is Aya, Mike, Relentless, and one of the pirates. In the other cell is Chad, Parter, Regina, and Krusty. Who's Krusty? What, the crab? No, Krusty is the artist the, the oh. crazy gentleman that was Jack operating. Tim did not name Krusty the crab. <laughs> That's too obvious. And also an IP we don't know. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Uh, uh, who am I in it with? I'm in it with Relentless, Krusty, me. and a pirate. Parter. Me. <laughs> a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Very convincing pirate. Yeah. Yes, so it's Chad, Parter, Regina, and Krusty. And then AM, Mike, Relentless, and uh, another pirate that you don't know the name of. What do well, this we is do? unexpected. Hey, does anyone remember how we got here? I just naturally assumed that it was Green Regina. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, are we in Cab Jail? You're in a jail. You don't know if it's crab related. Can we smell crab? Uh, you, take a, like... you take a sniff around and it smells not great down here. It smells of like mold, algae, fungus. It feels very, very, very damp and mossy and underground and dank. We're in Jones's locker. Maybe. <gasps> yes, that, that's a yes. Uh... It's not. No. Um... <laughs> Um, all right, well, I can grease the bars. Um, so you, you go up to every time grease the bars, and you do not grease the bars. You do not have your spell components. You do not have your spell components on you. You do not have your arcane focus on you. 
nor do you have your um, arm blades or your armor or any of your possessions. Do I Chad, still have my You are currently... <laughs> uh, when you check yourself, you find that all of your arms, armor, and belongings are no longer on you, and you have been reduced well, down there? to your skivvies. <laughs> You're armless. I'm on... <laughs> my arms... Wait, your arms so are armor. Arms, arms meaning your like weapons. <laughs> Not your actual <laughs> arms. <laughs> confiscated your arms. I'm going to look at the partner and go, hey, partner, 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 partner. You thinking what I'm thinking? I'm scared. I don't know what we're doing there. You thinking what I'm thinking? Turn into crabs. <laughs> we were crabs a minute ago. We can be something else. Shrimp. Yeah. No. Shrimp. No. Uh, Pata. <laughs> have, have I got my? Have I got my like? My druid. Um, do not have mistletoe. your sprig of mistletoe. You cannot cast your druid spells. I cannot do anything. Can I? Does he have arms? He you need has, that for wild No shape? one has arms. Have I got my? Um, I'm really sorry. But, I'll be back in a minute. I'm so sorry. So, uh, Mike, uh, you also don't have your component pouch on you. You can no longer cast spells. Does this mean I, on my side, I literally cannot do any spells? Um, only spells that are verbal only and semantic only. Okay. Or semantic only. Can I do Nothing I that has a component how, aspect to it. How can I filter my spells to make it easier on... I don't know if you can filter them, but if you go to your spell list and look, read down the right-hand mm -hmm. side, there'll be V, S, and M. Uh, yeah. Anything that's got so an M component, you cannot cast anymore. Okay. Uh, okay. I would like to alter self. Uh, what would you like to alter yourself into? Um, can I, looking, before I do that, just want to check out the actual like bars and the, f the framework mm -hmm. of the, the cells that we're in. Yes. Can I tell what what are the bars made out of? And are there any locks? Like, what can I see? Can I um, go snooping? A very cur cursory glance is the bars look to be made of iron. Um, and they are about uh, an inch and a half thick. And they have about three to four inches in between each other. Um, there is a door that is set in the middle, which is also a barred door. Uh, and that does have a lock on the exterior. Can, can we see outside? Yes, you can see across to each other. When you look left and, left and right, you can see that it extends left and right, and there are more cells. You count at least at least half a dozen. So there's no windows to the outside world at this point? Nope, no windows at all. Okay. Sorry, Anna, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's all right. I'm just trying to think of what would be cast as a natural weapon that could somehow break... <laughs> So natural Quiet. weapons are things like so, a beak or claws, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, have I... Mm, okay. Have I got my... Hang on. Where, what, what was it called? Bag of tricks. Nope. You've, oh. you've got no, nothing. You're down, you've got nothing down to your you. skivvies. Whatever you wear underneath your armour or your clothes, that's what you're wearing is, now. Is there any water within... There is. Yeah. You are roughly knee-deep in water. Standing water. Oh, so I would like to cast something that doesn't have a V or an M. Okay. Oh no, you can have a V, just not an M. 
All right, well, then I, I don't want it. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I would like so if, to if, if it... uh, shape water as a cantrip. Uh-huh. And I'd like to cast water into the shape of a key. I don't know what the shape is, but I'm going to cast it into the keyhole. Perfect. And fill the empty space that a key naturally would. Uh-huh. And shape that water real hard and twist it. I would like you to roll a d100, and what you're looking for is the number 100. There's no d100 on uh, Google's... Uh, Roll Google. Yeah, like what Annie was saying, two d10s. Two d10s? Yeah, you need to get ten twice. Well, I got a seven and a five. Um, so you shape the water up, you condense the water down. It's like in a wave, a permanent wave, and then at the tip of the wave is a little key, yeah. and then you make the wave go outside of the cell, and then curl back in on itself, and insert the key in the lock, and start twisting, but nothing happens. Have you tried? Is there any plant life down there? Uh, plant life, there are. There is like, yeah, there's like mushrooms and algae. But nothing like vine-like or wood-like. No, there's no wood in here. Um, there are not really any vines other than the the roots of um, like water-based plants. Okay. okay. Can I just try bending the bars if you haven't already done that? You absolutely can try that. We um, haven't tried that yet. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. Can you do <laughs> As an athletics check, please? Wow. Got a plus four to athletics. Seventeen. 17, you grab... Uh, sorry, plus, I, I haven't added... Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Athletics are... Athletics. Athletics, yeah. okay. plus four. 21. 21. Yep. Uh, you grab the bars, the two bars in front of you, which are about four inches apart, and you just rend them in twain. Uh, you actually you bend one of them on the left-hand side uh, severely, and then you literally rip the other one out. You've now made a space that is eight inches wide. <laughs> Well, How I probably can't fit in it, but I can. Um, I can shrink somebody. <laughs> I can just change into a one of the children that tried to pickpocket me from the very beginning. Uh, so, what is the specifics on alter self? Like how um, how much can you alter yourself? No, as in I'm changing. Yeah, as an action, you can change your appearance and and your voice, your appearance and your voice. Um, Including you make yourself appear as a member of another ice. I'm not altering self. Are you doing the shape changing thing? I'm just changing my appearance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you determine the specifics of the changes, including your coloration here and weight. Okay. Another race. Eight inches. I'm going to say it's going to be borderline, you being able to like fit through. Um, but it's bit. potentially possible to do the degrees, if only. <laughs> um, so, Mike, yeah, yeah, well, yeah you're on the same cell as Aya. Yeah, Mike, if you want to try, um, you think you might be able to squeeze through an eight-inch gap if you shrink yourself down to that of a human child. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to do an acrobatics check, please. Uh, oh. Don't you wish you had a tiny frog with you right now? <laughs> Slippery, slidey, tiny frog. Plus 
Acrobatics. Please. 18. 18 is enough that you slip yourself out of the cell and onto the other side. You're now in the corridor. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Tim, can I just quickly check? Did, sure. did, did us transporting turn uh, mean that we get a long rest? Yes, you can uh, reset all of your stats to what it would be if after a long rest. Cool. Other than feeling a bit discombobulated and naked, uh, you're word. fine. Good word. Naked. No. Discombobulated. I know that you love <laughs> saying that. I was just, I was just repeating how you said. That. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I made it out. I'm so proud of you. Um, this is child. Now what? <laughs> Um, oh, Aya, you have a makeshift weapon now, which is made out of the one of the pipe. bars of the door. Yeah, it's like an iron pipe. I'm gonna wield it quite aggressively, okay. but I, I'm still too big for this. It's at this point that the other two members of your cell uh, start talking to one another. You have Relentless oh, yeah, and another pirate. Relentless and another pirate that you don't know the name I of. I thought Relentless was in there. Who's in there? Regina. Mm. So it's Aya, Mike, Relentless, and another pirate in yours. Okay. And the other one, it's Chad, Parter, Regina, and Krusty. Right. Okay. So Relentless mm -hmm. is getting quite angry now, and she'll start going up to the door and beating it with her mechanical claw. Um, the other pirate uh, is visibly intimidated by her and tends to try and stay out of her way as much as possible. Um, mm. So while Relentless is beating on the cell door, um, it has no, not really much of an effect other than getting her rage out. Okay, I'm going to bang Sorry? No. <laughs> oh, Relentless, no, she's a tiefling, but she has a mechanical claw. She's missing her right arm, and it's been she's replaced. She's the one that's been doing all the murder. What? Yeah. She's the one that's she been doing the murder. Yeah, she's the well. sweeping heart person. Murder daughter. You found her. I'm, I'm actually really impressed. <laughs> she's, she's solid as well, because we we literally could not handle fighting her, all of us, and mm. we defeated a legendary crab. We did pretty so. good, though, in the process. Yeah. So how are you now in a cage with her? We don't no, know. We've just woken up in this. You, yeah, I don't think she's in a cage. You had to yeah. kind of panic pull this. So uh, the Starbucks, the big, the large majority of the meteorite, um, has been moved onto Regina, the Sea Queen's ship, Sally's mm. Ruin, and has been installed in it. And there is this device below decks that um, Krusty, the pirate, who's a, like a, an alchemist, but also like an artisaver, he's constructed this uh, device that can do multiple things. Uh, but it's all in a very experimental stage. First time you pulled the lever, it transported you from the middle of the sea to your destination instantaneous. Second time you pulled the lever, it did something different. And that's when you wake up in these cells. Interesting. Um, if she's raging, I'm just going to bang the pipe onto the other bars to get her attention. Okay. Yeah. And she, just, she turns to you and glares at you. I'm just going to point out that this was more constructive than just like raging on it. So maybe. That um, she stalks off uh, in a huff, giving you a grunt, and then starts yeah. berating the pirate behind you. That's also not constructive, for sure. Uh, in the other um, cell, meanwhile. Uh, Regina um, has uh, wits about her a little bit more and is conversing with Krusty, just the two of them. And she's asking Krusty, like, does he have any ideas about how to get out where they are? What did that lever pull do? 
but they seem to be talking amongst themselves. I'm going to awkwardly just go up and just sit and just stare and watch. <laughs> okay. You can absolutely, if you sit down, you'll be like navel deep in standing water. I'm used to that in the swamp, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll just do that. See if I can glean any information. Yeah. Uh, Regina definitely seems to be um, like grilling uh, Krusty on A, where they are, and B, does he have any idea about how to escape from their current predicament? Uh, he is a very much an ideas man. Um, <laughs> application he seems to have to like pass off to other people. Uh, and also okay. he doesn't seem to be particularly... Um, he'll go off on tangents as well a little bit. Is there any anything of any use that I pick up whilst they're talking? Yeah, you think that he's trying to figure out like a fulcrum uh, method of opening the door rather than like picking the lock because I don't really have anything. So like putting some kind of lever like underneath the door it. and like using a fulcrum device, like putting something underneath a long object and then wedging that underneath the door and then using the weight on the opposite side to like try and force the door open. Okay. That seems to be the simplest and most obvious method, but then he seemed to just disregard that, and then he's going off on more complex ideas that are, like would not work. Okay. Because um, he starts going off, I'm I'm I lose interest, and I'm going to go back over to Chad. Yeah. Shad. Divulge the information. Shad. Shad. Um. Here, Chad. Chad. He came up with a really good idea. I don't know how it's going to work because we haven't got anything long and we haven't got anything to sit it on. But we need to jemmy it up. Is is Mike still in <laughs> the, the between of the two yep. cells? About yeah. the same time yep. as like this conversation going on with Gina and Krusty and then you two talking is about the same time that Aya is like busted the um, bar off and Mike oh, has escaped. I uh, this is this is gonna sound weird, and I do not mean for it to sound weird. Like most things that happen in this show, how deep is Potter from nose to the back of the head? Um, Potter is a furbolg, so they're naturally like quite tall. Um, well, although he's quite a slim version of himself, like his depth is probably that of slightly larger than a human head. Okay, so my head will get stuck. Gaps in between the bars were about four inches. Yeah. Should we just go over to the bars and like just test it? Well, no, 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 Potter, I'm, I can get us out. Trust me, I'm gonna shrink you. <gasps> All right. I've always wondered why it's like a little height, uh, which is normal height for. Well, it's little. Mm. Maybe you could shrink it down shrink... to like maybe just shrink my halfling head? size. Yeah. Why don't Wait. you just shrink my head and keep my body the same size? Well, <laughs> your head up. Uh, can I, out of character, if I shrink, shrunk, shranked, uh, shrunk, it. shrunk it, uh, <laughs> would he be able to fit through the bars uh, just from his nose to his head? Maybe. <laughs> what it's if a... he wiggled around a little bit? Potentially. He is a contortionist. He got into a bag of holding. As a cat. As a cat. And almost died. <laughs> Turn yourself into a cat and I'll shrink you. Turn yourself into a key and I'll shrink you and you can... Uh, <laughs> I don't think... 
Hang on. You can't turn yourself into a key. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have key shape. (laughs) Not yet. That's a seventh level spell. Yeah, I said not yet. Uh, Can he turn into any animal? Because I don't have to shoot. He can just turn into a... Um, you can, I'm just trying to look. Your wild shape does not require any, um, like your druidic focus or anything like that. It's an innate, innate spellcasting ability. All turn right. You could turn into a weasel and easily escape from the cell. Weasel sounds like me. Turn or like a uh, squirrel or like a, a snake. A, a poisonous snake could go through water and that kind of stuff. Did you say a horse? A what? What? Did you say a horse? I could turn to a horse and kick the <laughs> door off its hinges. <laughs> kick the door. That's in character, to be fair. Turn into something that swims because we're knee deep in water. Um, we're knee deep uh, in water. I don't know. I like that we're Yes, it is. It might have been the also, that happened. I also need to be something that I can then walk out of water. Uh, octopus? No. <laughs> 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 they know they're, they're really agile. Yeah, they could definitely fit through the bars easily. Mm. I'm going. Hang on, sorry. I'm carry on talking. Carry on talking. I'm just having a little little look at the animals. We'll go back to Air and Mike's cell. Mike, you're now on the outside. Uh, you're on the inside and you've just chastised Relentless and she's shrugged, shrugged it off and decided like, I'm going to offer you the, the weapon, Mike, if you're going to What is it? It's, it's, a, it's a one of the bars. Like an iron <laughs> bar. Um, I want to go up to the... Did you say there's a door where I can see out? No, there's only... Not uh, outside. Now you can see the entirety of this area. It's one long corridor, ends at a blank mm-hmm. wall. Uh, there are eight cells in total. Uh, and the opposite side, it ascends, a staircase ascends in a spiral formation. I would like to shout up the stairs. Okay. What do you shout? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> um. You hear not from up the stairs, but from somewhere else. Shh! From one of the cells. Shh! <laughs> Why are you shushing me? I followed the shush. Don't bring them down here. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jan Tukar. Jan Tukar. My name is Jan Tukar. Hi, Jan. Jan Tukar. Uh, can I? I want to go walk so I can see where this person is. You which cell are they in? Um, you walk. You're at the end cell, so you're next to the blank wall. Yeah. Uh, you bypass the other two. So there's your two, blank two, and then the one on the right-hand side opposite to yours. Um, mm-hmm. There is a figure um, standing about a foot or two away from the bars. He's quite slender. Um, he's wearing a coat that probably used to be quite ornate, uh, but has obviously suffered from being down here in the damp. Um, he is... Uh, I don't know if you'd ever know 
I don't think you've seen the species before. So he is green skinned. Uh, his eyes are very big. Uh, they are yellow and um, the like cat's eyes. Mm. But he is um, like scaled skin. Uh, very, very angular. Like his jawline, his uh, nose, his chin, everything very, very angular. I can't stop staring because I think he looks really cool. But He's like a um... very thin, elongated goblin almost. But this, it's not. He's not a goblin. Okay. Why are we whispering? You will bring down the guard from upstairs. Yeah. That's never good. If you ever want to be fed down here, better to stay quiet. Get back into your cells. Where are we? Where are we? We are in the dungeon. <laughs> The dungeon of war. The dungeon where I mistakenly thought I could make my fortune. I was obviously very incorrect. How long have you been down here? I don't know. I can't really see the sky. It could be months. It could be years. How, how are you going to make your fortune? was going to steal religious artifacts. But they caught me. They put me down here. I love this weapon. Um, well, we... My, my friends and I, pointing at them, we've just woken up here. Can you, can, you tell, can you tell me how long we've been here? Like, we were asleep. We don't remember how yeah. long we've been here. You've been here for about five days. Uh, two days. Two days. Uh, Aya, okay. when you look at your wrist, um, yeah, it says T minus oh, yeah. 336 days. 336. Yeah, you've lost two days. Okay. Um, can you can you can you tell me who who's like runs this establishment? Who who's in charge here? It is the House of Sin. That is what they call themselves. House of Sin. Yeah. I look back at everyone and I'm like, uh, can they no. all hear us? Can we hear this? Uh, no, he's, he's, his voice is very hushed. You'd have to like go back and translate it all. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Sorry. I'll go back in a, in a, in a minute. In a minute. Um, can you tell me how often the guard comes down here? Sometimes, and is it just one guard? Uh, the guard is different sometimes. They take shifts. And uh, sometimes it would, uh, I see them maybe once every two or three days. Sometimes it could be a, a week or more. And do they bring food? Sometimes. At the times you have to fend for yourself. But there's nothing down here. How can we fend for ourselves? Sometimes there are things down here. I recommend not not staying in the water for as much as possible. Can you get out of the water? Sorry, I'm not. Um, <laughs> so, Mike, when you look at his cell, he's made yeah. like a makeshift hammock, <clears throat> which is connected to the bar and to the other side of the cell, like tied up. And it looks like he uses this as like a makeshift way of getting out of the water. How did he make? What's the hammock made out of? If we um, like, if like we haven't got anything, lengths else. of fabric. So maybe like clothing or bedding. Um, okay. Um, one last question, and then I'll like you know run back or splash in the water. 
Um, the guards that come down, can you tell me, are they humans or can you tell me what race? No, I think I have seen only like uh, I'm uh, human, uh, one human. They are mostly uh, dwarven or they are, you know, Goliaths, uh, half giant people. Um, thank you for your help. Yes. I'll be back. Don't. I'll be back. When you are walking through the water, uh, try and not disturb it or make too many splashes, lest you uh, be attacked by the things that live down here. Yeah? What? Uh, can you uh, just, sorry, again, one more thing. Uh, can you just enlighten me on what you mean by the things living down here in the water? No. I never really got a good look at them. I have stayed out of the water as much as possible. This might be the mo longest time I've been in the water for maybe months. Uh, but um, uh, they are like a tentacle or they, they are like a serpent. Something like this, yeah? Yeah. Definitely, definitely turning yeah. into a snake. Interesting. Okay, thanks. They killed the people I was in here with. Okay. Um, so no, I, am okay. All, I am all alone here. You are the per first person I've seen in a long time. Oh, hello. Uh, do hands, do hands meet? <laughs> do our hands. <laughs> it's been a while since we met people. <laughs> must, must hands do meet hands, now? Do hands meet? <laughs> yeah, I, I, shake, I understand this custom, though it is not mine. I would shake your hands. My name, and he steps forward, and you can see him a little bit better. Um, yeah, he is. Um, you don't know if it's his race or because he's been down here for so long, but he's very, very thin and gaunt, um, like bright green skin. Um, like the edges like of his collarbone and his face, his cheekbones, his eyebrows, and stuff are all like lined with spines, like small spines, uh, like bone colored spines. Um, and he reaches out like a very thin clawed hand uh, towards you. He goes, my name is, uh, my name is uh, Jantukar Ganaran. Ganaran, Peter. Jantukar Ganaran. Jantukar Ganaran. Yeah, that's just my name. Uh, I'm in awe of how he looks. I think it's really cool. So I go to shake his hand and I look him up and down and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes your hand. Um. Uh, like, there is a weakness there that you think is with like fatigue and malnourishment, but um, there's also like a a, a practiced way of moving his hands. Yeah. Okay. Do I? I like I like him from meeting him. Do I? I want to know. Can I trust him? How do I do that? What can, can I do? roll an insight Just check? I will roll an insight check. I think Jantakar is your soulmate. <laughs> I mean, he's met me as a child, so I don't know if you're... Oh, um, that's a bit weird now. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Six, 16. Um, you know, like, he is... Uh, in the same way that his hand is very practised in its... Um, is very, like, deliberate uh, with the way that he moves his body. Um, is also very practice in the way that he converses with you as well. He gives nothing away. He's very much a blank slate. 
Okay. Um, it was nice meeting you. I'll come back if I can. And um, you, I'm sorry that you are you're here, even though you might have been bad. You seem good to me. Um, if I get some food, I'll happily share some with you because I think you need it more than I do. That's very much appreciated. Thank you. Um, and I. Um, and he, um, he's still holding onto your arm, your hand, <gasps> and he kind of pulls pulls you closer towards the bars. He does that oh, and, and leans in, so like his face is very very close to your face, but his mouth, yeah, his mouth is like to your ear, and he says. When it gets, when it gets, uh, a lot further on than it is now, uh, be aware. Sleep less. Keep your eyes on your cellmate. Do not trust them. They might, say, you might think they are your friends now, but when the hunger hunger takes them, they are your friends no longer. And he releases your hand. Hmm. I don't like this place. <laughs> and you moon, moonwalk your way out there. Back it's really silly. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, Aya, what are you doing in your cell? Um, trying to calm Relentless down because it's kind of stressing me out that she's 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 really bringing the atmosphere down. <laughs> the whole vibe yeah. is like very aggressive right now. <laughs> I'm um, just trying to get her to chill. Uh, before you get to do that, she does backhand the pirate uh, that she's with and storms off into the, one of the corners of the room. I was going to say she can't go far. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a very small, like you, this is definitely like a four person cell by any means. Um, I asked the other pirate if they let people slap them all the time, it's just relentless. Uh, he kind of looks at relentless and then looks at you and doesn't say anything. Okay. Hey. And just casts um, his eyes down. <laughs> I'm going to try and um, move some of the other bars because um, I can't see Mike anymore and I get worried. Okay. Um, roll another athletics check. Oh, that is good. Five plus four, nine. Yeah, this time, like, um, you've like overstrained your, mu- your muscles and you go and try and do exactly the same thing again. You just feel a twinge in your bicep. You're like, oh! And um, you instantly let's back off. Out of, uh, your body's reaction is to stop. Um, but as you're at the door, um, you can kind of like press your face against the opening that you made <laughs> and look left, and you can see um, Mike as a small child, like talking to somebody in the shadows at another cell, a, a few cells along. You can't hear mm. what they're saying; they're, they're in quite low tones, uh, but you do see them conversing, and eventually, like. Um, the person inside the cell like grabs her arm and pulls her towards the cell, says something, and then releases her, and Mike starts walking back towards you. Oh. What's going on? Hmm? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> You're still holding the bar, by the way. I am, she is. Yeah, you gave it to Mike. I'm hugging it. Um, uh, and Chad and Parter, you see Mike come back as a small child with this, like, maybe like six foot uh, iron bar over her shoulder. <laughs> um, it's very. Really... I sort of want to talk to everyone at the same time. So. 
everybody huddle. Everyone get as close as they can. Everyone <laughs> to the end to the edges of the bars. Okay. Um the corridor is oh, not guys. that wide, maybe four feet wide. Okay. So you're looking up. I can't do it because you can't see my hands, but this wide. Two meters apart? Yeah, two everybody's two meters apart right now. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's just um they know that I'm it's me, right? Even though I'm a child. It's Mike. Guys, it's Mike. Yeah, we yeah, decided you transform. They probably would have seen you okay. transform. <laughs> um don't be afraid. Uh, you know I like scary stuff, um, but this is a bit weird. But apparently um, we have been here for two days and uh, made a friend over there. And I uh, don't know if I trust him, but I like him, so I want to trust him. He was telling us that we're in the house, we're in the dungeon of the House of Sin. That doesn't sound good. No. And also, there are scary things in the water so we need to not be in the water for too long. Now, I don't know how we're going to do that because, you know, we haven't got anything on us. But he's got a hammock. We need we need some of that stuff. So don't be in the water is what we're saying. Did he say anything about the people that put us here? He, I don't think I asked about that. That's a good thing to ask about. But he um, said that there's got a, a guard that comes every couple of days, once a week, maybe gives food. Maybe doesn't, but he was put in here because I wasn't listening to some of the story, but something about he didn't he wanted to make a fortune, but he didn't. Uh his name is um Gentle Car Bangarang. <laughs> Gentle Car Bangarang. It's close. <laughs> I mean I was just staring at the colour of his skin, he had like cool stuff. But yeah. It sounds cool. But it also sounds like we might get eaten by sea creatures. So we might get eaten by sea creatures How's... or by people in ourselves. One, I'm scared about this war and stuff. Two, how's he got a hammock when we haven't got anything with us? Good question. No, I didn't ask that. Okay. So, Mike, when he looked at it, it looked like it was made out of like strands of like clothes, like shirts, pant legs, uh, uh, coats, uh, bedding, that kind of stuff. He um, might have stripped us to make his hammock. We're wearing clothes. You are wearing I clothes. I thought we're down to our undies. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're down to like your what you'd wear underneath your armour. Okay. Nothing. Uh, Khalil. <laughs> so polite. I, I don't have armour. I only have pants. Yeah. So, uh, you are still in your still pants. Wearing... Yes. You're still in your okay. pants. Can we clear that up? Yeah. How many episodes can you ask if you're wearing trousers? <laughs> well, Tim said that everybody had armor on, well, and I don't have armor. And I lost my arms, so I just want to make Your arms is in like your like firearms, but not firearms, but your arm blades. My so it doesn't look like a T-Rex. Yeah, your fiery arms. <laughs> your fiery biscuits. It was a reasonable question. It's fine. Um, I, w- I don't want us to get naked and make hammocks. I want us to get out of it, but I guess it depends on who we're up against and whether we can fight. <laughs> I really want you all to have to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Just committed to the life immediately. Yeah. Well, we live here now. Let's now. make hammocks and get naked. 
<laughs> the, the moral of the story is that um, don't let our cellmates know this. Only we can know this. They can hear we us. Don't. We're only telling you that. I trust them, but can you hear me if I whisper? Um, the moral of the story is we can't stay in the water. You, you're louder now than you were a minute ago. Huh? You're louder now than you were a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a child, man. <laughs> You're a child, man. No, I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't stay in the water. We need to get out of the water. We need to get out of the cell. We need to leave yes. this area. Yeah, I, was shouting, I was shouting up the stairs. The stairs, by the way, over there. Yeah. Uh, by the way. And he told me to shush because it wouldn't do us any good with the guards coming down. But I feel like we should you know, tempt. Yeah. Uh... Go on. I was going to say, I, I think I'm going to wild shape into a snake. <laughs> there is a um, version of the snake, a poisonous snake, I believe. Might be a constrictor snake. can't remember off the top of my head. Const I was thinking constrictor. Uh, that can go through the water. Like an eel. Yeah. I'll do that one. Like a cool eel. Before I do it, I'll obviously chat. Cool eel. I'll ask the group. In fact, yeah. With Annie saying stuff about the water, I'm just going to ask. You could also Sorry, transform into an eel if you want to do. No, I'm thinking I need to be something that, if the water's not around, I can still function. Sure. Uh, you have ch changed into a constrictor snake, and you can slither out between the bars. I'm a snake. I'm a slippery, very <laughs> little... Snake. That's what you say, um, but like what other people hear is just <laughs> as you just I'm a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's what I do. It's about the time that Regina comes over to Chad and goes Not really getting any where with Krusty. Uh have you got any <laughs> ideas? Do you have anything on you? I've I've seen Aya rip the bars open, right? Mm-hmm. You have. Well, I just I have two ideas. One, two. <laughs> you just then point down to them. And then I <laughs> the other one. Okay. Like that. She. What about your tail? Well, I have three ideas. <laughs> Hold on. Hold one, on. One, two, three. <laughs> and then your tail points at one of your biceps. My tail points at the tail. Okay. Uh, a question mark. Yeah. It's two exclamation points and a question mark. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm going to try to rip open the bars. All right. Roll an athletics check for me, please. This is going to be fine if you fail. <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> you got what? 18. Oh, 18. Uh, yeah, in a similar fashion to Aya, but not quite as rapid. Extreme, oh. But similar. Um, you do bend uh, both bars apart. Uh, one of them doesn't come out, but you do bend them so there is an eight inch gap now between bars. I turn my question mark tail into an exclamation mark as I look back at Regina. So, <laughs> Regina goes, uh, yes, it's great, but 
We still can't fit out of that. <laughs> can I, can yeah. I then start wrapping around a couple of the bars, including the bar that he's just... Yep. And then just constrict. My man. Oh, okay. Um, sure. The constriction yeah. snake is like quite. It's what they do. It's so roll an athletics check with advantage. Ooh. Athletics. What do I need to get? So athletics is plus two. Yeah. Uh, oh, and no, as a snake. Oh, as a, as a snake. Well, I've literally just rolled a, a natural twenty. So. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Even as a snake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the one that's been bent out, you then wrap wrap around the one that's next to those ones, one of them on one side, and you wrap your entire body yep. around that one and those other two, um, and you constrict even further, and you just ping both of them off. You now have a twelve inch gap and two bars that have been pinged off. Namaste. Um, <laughs> you do hear from further down. Um, when you ping them off as well, um, they like you spring them out. They're like quite um, like their the kinetic energy that's involved in like breaking these iron bars that when they're being contorted so much, like pings them off into the water and it splashes. You hear another, you hear another shh, and then from the opposite side, down where that blank corridor is. Uh, everybody roll a perception check that's near the bars. So that would oh, be, wow. I think A was near the, in fact, you're all near the bars because you're all talking to Mike. Nine. Nine, nothing. Uh, one, three, 30. You got 33? <laughs> <laughs> you got 45? 12. 12, okay. Uh, three. 12. 12. Uh, I can't remember so which way. What did Aya get? I also got twelve. Twelve. Um, so, Aya <laughs> and Chad, you see a disturbance in the water, like a rippling effect. Ooh. There's nothing on the water surface, uh, but you can see something disturbing the water, and it's going towards, um, like Chad and and Parter's cell. Shit. Can I shape water? Yeah, you can shape water. Uh, in the area that I see, the, how big is the movement? Uh, the movement is making ripples that go from roughly the center of the corridor all the way out to the sides and back again. It's significant. Oh, that's a much bigger movement than I expected when I first saw <laughs> um, I was going to lift the movement of where I saw the ripples into the air, mm -hmm. would that fit whatever is moving? Uh, what's the dimensions of shape water? It is five feet in any direction. It causes the water to form. A five foot cube. You can move a five foot cube. Yeah. Of water. Um, roll a yeah. perception check for me, please, Chad. <laughs> Uh, that would be an eight. An eight. Um, so you just randomly select a five foot cube in amongst the, all of the, the rest of it. Um, 
and as you bring out a five a section of this water up into the air, um, you see that it is connected to this like really meaty, probably about this big. So you're looking at about um, about a foot across, like section of either like a serpent or a tentacle or something that you've brought out of the water, but a section of it, not the front, not the back. Um, just a portion of it arcs out of the water, and it's it violently starts shaking around as well. Uh, we go back to Pip. Pip. Come help us! <laughs> you are currently in. You have a brown robe, and you are going down to the research center, which you know is in the basement. Um, you're kind of dragging it along like a sort of a wedding veil chain type thing going on behind you, like at least about two or three foot. Um, you get down into the like, incense and oil burning uh, smell of this like dank, dark chamber. Um, again, you see the familiar banks upon banks of writing desks where all of these students are being put to work transcribing um, volumes, like tomes that are like, degrading. They're transcribing them into new tomes for preservation purposes. Kind of like the way that like Catholic um, monks would do that part of their auspice. Um, do I recognise Thaddeus in any of the... Yep, Th Thaddeus is, is occupying his same, uh, like, he's got an elevated uh, position that's right at the back of the rear of the room, like, looking, about, looking around, kind of, like, lording it over the rest of the students. Um, and are there any uh, empty tables? Yeah, yeah, there are a few. Not everything is occupied at the moment. There's, okay. At full capacity, there might be about 40 students down here. At the moment, there's maybe like 24-ish. Um, so with Pass Without Trace still on, mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit down for a while. Yeah. And are there, like, is there equipment on the desks already? Yes. Yes, every yeah. station is, like, very regimentized. They've got uh, sheaves of paper. They've got the desk itself has got its own sunken inkwell. Um, and a groove cut in for the um, the quill as well, um, and that's pretty much it. It's quite stark. Um, in that case, I'm just going to start transcribing stuff. Mm -hmm. You, there isn't a book on there to transcribe. Do you have everything okay. on your person? Mm. I. Mm. Probably not, no. I'm not much of a reader. Um, I'd say, like, you do have still have your messenger bag. You maybe have a letter yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, so you bring out, like, a, a letter that's either could not be delivered or is an old one or something that you're still um, are charged with delivering at some point. Uh, and you just fold it out, press it down, and then you start transcribing. Um, can you do a stealth check for me, please? Uh, how mm -hmm. long does Pass Without Trace last for? Um, up to an hour. I'm going to say you still got it at the moment. Um, okay. So roll your stealth check um, with a plus 10 to it. So 8 plus 10, and then plus 5. Yeah, so you, like... Um, Secrete yourself in a darkened corner, away from everybody's like prying eyes, in somewhere that's very, very uh, unnoticeable, and you just start scribbling down. 
and no one um, seems to pay you any mind. Would I know how long I have left my poetry? Um, uh, roughly, you'd know. It's probably got about another 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm just going to spend like 10 or so minutes just like checking out the room, seeing what like the like routine is of the people there and like if people are swapping in and out or if anyone's like going up and talking to Thaddeus or anything. Yeah. In the 10 minutes you're here, it's very like exam conditions. Like nobody gets up, um, not even for bathroom breaks. Nobody else comes in. And literally anything you can hear is the scribble, the scratch of quill on parchment. Okay. Um, to the closest person to me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go, um, I'm really sorry. I just, I'm, I'm done with mine. Do you have anything I can help you with? Roll another stealth check, please. Uh, seven plus ten plus five. Twenty-two. Okay, that's potentially. You could see this if your roll's like a nineteen or twenty. Yeah. Um. So you reach, you lean over to the person in front of you, and you, and you say that, and he goes, um, "You have another. You have to get another book from the back." He whispers to you. Uh, yeah, of course, sorry, yeah, thank you. Um, and I get up and go and get another book. Okay. Uh, so you know, like, uh, back where you went into the vault, uh, there is this big sealed locked door. Um, but there is another room, an open room that has no door, um, that is just, when you step into it, there's rows and rows and rows of ancient books down here, all preserved. Um and when you step through the doorway, um, you'd know this, especially from being a grung. Um, your skin like feels really dry when you pass through the archway between the uh, the room that you were in to like this preservation room. You think it's like some kind of hermetically sealed, magically hermetically sealed room. That you what feel really mean? dry, like um, it's it's it, there's no moisture in the air at all, okay. and you're particularly sensitive to that from being a grung. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your tongue dries out. You can't cry anymore. Like, oh. Um, I am gonna like as quickly as I can just take a look at the like words on all of the books mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see if anything jumps out at me as something I would recognise. Uh, roll a flat intelligence check. Um. Two. It's in some kind of mysterious order. It's not. <laughs> there's. It's not A to Z. It's not out. It's not numeric. You don't know like what order this is in. You start okay. just like walking down the aisles, and there are just like random tomes here and there, and you just feel the eyes start drooping, even at reading the names of some of these. I'm like, oh. Uh, um. You're like you just immediately just don't want to be here anymore. Oh, this is a terrible plan. Where are my friends? Um, I'm just going to grab um, the most, like, the oldest looking book mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. take that back to the desk and just yep. start reading. Okay. Yeah, when you just grab the oldest looking book and bring it back, it's in common, but it's not in a common that is a current common. So it's using, like, vernacular that hasn't been used for many, many years. Um and it's just like detailing 
it's incredibly dry uh, taxation documents. Um, did you say that the... I don't know what to do. I, uh, okay, did you say that the like vault was behind me? Yeah. And is it in a different room? Or is it just behind everyone? It's behind everyone. There's like, um, if you think about a room being rectangular, which is where everybody else is and Thaddeus is sitting above everybody like that. Uh, there's a little indent at the back and that goes off. One way goes towards the vault. One way goes off towards the synthetically sealed room. So if I went towards the vault, would everyone be able to see me? Nope, you're behind everyone. Okay. The only reason we got into the vault last time was open, right? Um, so it seemed, uh, last time we went to the vault, it seemed to be mechanically sealed, like mechanically locked and arcane locked. Okay. So um, it was a combination I... of like a spell had to be uttered to release it and that he had to have a key as well, mechanical key. I am just going to wait and keep transcribing until the end of whatever this weird exam class is. <laughs> Five hours go by. <laughs> I feel dead inside. <laughs> yeah, and there is like maybe two people have gotten up in this entire time to like, for a comfort break, and then that's it. And then suddenly, mm. like without um, your knowledge, uh, this buzzer, like this tune, this horn goes off uh, from nowhere, and everybody closes their book, but leaves it where it is, stands up, and starts filing out like, silently. Nobody talks to each other. Do I see my friend that I borrowed the robe from? Yeah, he's just... Oh, your friend? No, he's not here. Oh. Hmm. Also, I have just... I'm just flagging this. I have in my notes, and I don't really remember, but it says Haven Ridge Hanging Market in five days. I think that's Elspeth. It is. And it's not five days anymore. It's one day. <laughs> just flagging it. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know where that is even. Uh, it's because you used message to contact Madam mm. Elspeth and she said that she would meet you further north up the coast in five days when you contacted her. It's now one day. It's tomorrow. Um, how far away is it? Would I know that? Six yeah. Days. Um, it's like two to three days travel on foot. You could probably get there if you hired a horse. You'd have to leave today and get there tomorrow. Um. So I get up and I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I just spent five hours <laughs> nothing. Um, I walk out. Mm -hmm. As I walk out, I'm going to just grab a book from someone else's table in the yep. hopes that it has any sort of useful information in it. Okay. And I'm going to quickly run into town. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, suddenly, I've just remembered... <laughs> There's two things no, I need you to do. Um, I need you, first of all, to roll a d20. Just a straight d20 yeah. luck check. Add it to anything? Nope. 11. 11? Yeah, you grab a book. Stick it underneath your arm. You grab a book? Yep. Mm. I'm um, just taking it. The second thing is, when you're filing out and you're going up the stairs, um, you pass a whole bunch of, like, the next shift, basically. And one of them is this student tiefling that you took the robe from. Am I going to be back? <laughs> um, Only you can answer that. 
as I walk past, so it's not suspicious, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say, why, thank you so much for this robe. It's helped me so much. <laughs> um, he looks surprised I... when you say it and then kind of stares at you as you're walking upstairs and he's walking down it. And eventually um, you just to get like your line of sight gets obscured. I'm like, I'll be back soon. Um, don't don't worry about me. Yeah. Literally, no one else is talking. <laughs> Literally, no one. Else. <laughs> so, like, ju just, just your just that statement. Like, want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe they're not allowed to speak. Maybe it seems that Fannius runs a very tight ship down there. Um, did I notice in the room with the five hours that I spent just looking at stuff? Mm -hmm. Did I notice like? anything of use that looked like out of place or like it would help um with like what we were looking for in the first place like just anything or is it just like a very boring room with boring people who don't talk or do anything fun what were you looking for in the first place um we were in there looking for that book that's in the vault yeah um, but just you like know... anything that looks like people are being spies or oh, okay uh you can <laughs> roll the inside check for like that, those five hours. Oh, natural twenty. Uh, natural twenty. Oh. So, oh, yeah. Um, you don't, you don't see any spies. Um, no, no one is like seems to have any ulterior motives. However, um, you do notice that Fadius, um, uh, when you went to get the book, come back. Uh, he is quite agitated, and there are a couple of whispers that you find out as well, like stuff that's just permeated your mind um, in the ether, that one of the professors has been murdered. Is that and the... there's just a rumour going around. I assume that that's the person I was with, right? Professor Spine. Mm. Potentially. Okay. Well, she was really nice. She was a friend. Um, who was it that was helping her, her assistant? Oh, um, Tephis Darkplace. Tephis. Do I hear anything about Tephis? No. No. Just like that Professor Spine left the UMA, went into, um, went into, uh, Suttonshaw, into a bar, and then she got jumped when she came out, and it was knifed, and sounded like she was robbed. Um... And there's some people saying like that that she was a very high level mage. It couldn't have just been like a random mugging. It must have been either terrible, terrible luck that she ran into people that were very skilled at what they do, or it was intentional that somebody had gone out and intentionally murdered her. Um, in that case, what I'm going to do when I was sat down transcribing, and I was hearing all of this, mm -hmm. I have written a note for Tethys that's just like gibberish nonsense, like, hey, I hope your family's well, I hope yeah. the sun is shining and that you are having a delightful day. And in it, uh -huh. the I'm gonna like change the font on specific words. Yeah. That just say and like they'll just spell out something like uh I don't want it to be too obvious. Okay, just on a very few specific words, I'm just going to spell out get out. Okay. 
I would like you to just do a flat intelligence check to try and like encode your message. Intelligence. Minus one. Three. Three. Uh, yeah, you just end up, the font that you choose is just like very bold and in caps. And it ends up being <laughs> like quite, yeah, quite easy to decipher, but you don't realize this at the time. Um, okay. You write it, uh, mm -hmm. you take it upstairs, and you slip it underneath Professor Spine's door, which is nowhere Tephus mm -hmm. and Professor Spine share uh, like a working space mm -hmm. rather than into the classroom. And you leave. Yeah. Um, what do you do for the remainder of the day, knowing that you have to meet Madame Elspeth tomorrow? Um, I am heading into town to find a horse or yep. some sort of passage that would get me there in time. Um, you can either rent a horse or you can buy passage on a caravan. You know, a caravan is much like a bus where it would go to specific places in turn. Um, and so that, with the limited amount of time you have now, a carriage wouldn't suit your needs. It would take too long. No. You'd probably have to either buy or rent a horse. I feel like buying a horse is safer. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go find out how expensive that is. Okay. Um, I won't make. I won't role, necessarily roleplay every person you go to for, for to buy a horse. No, um, please roleplay the cow seller <laughs> and the cowboy. Well, I actually can. If that's, want, if that's the content that everybody craves. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Um, or I can just skip to the end <laughs> and say that um, you can buy a horse for 10 gold pieces. Fine, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to haggle or argue. Cool. I'm just going to quietly take the horse and leave. Groovy. Oh no, Groovy. I really undersold that. I <laughs> use so quickly they can't argue with me. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> it's my bad. Uh, so you now have a, a a horse, but um, the one that has been sold to you looks very lame. No, I'm, very I'm don't accept that. Horse. Sorry, I need the finest horse in this. If you want the finest horse, it'll be seventy-five gold, or you can take the lame horse for ten. Um, is there a middle rate horse? <laughs> Uh, you get like a draft horse. It won't be as fast as a riding horse, but it'd be cheaper. Would it be there in time? Uh, yeah, 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 it would. Yeah. Okay. I'll it just won't be as like comfortable. Fine. I'm so a, a draft horse will set you back fifty five zero. That's fine. Has to be done. Yeah. Uh, you get a sturdy, like big Shire horse. It's like eighteen and a half hands tall, and it's a uh, brown and white patch. Eighteen and a half hands. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, a, you, yeah. that's how you measure. That's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. Pip, that's a you must one. look so tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are absolutely like you're on there. It's like that hand. Did you just there. measure the horse with your hands as well? Sorry. Is that going to hand it to sleep? Yeah. Oh she yeah. Didn't... I didn't know. She I didn't. Didn't... <laughs> she no, but you are like getting on it. <laughs> it's almost have, um... unavoidable. <laughs> I have all my leaves and my bandages on, so... Mm. You didn't say ahead of time that you are being that careful about it. Him, we're so... running out of time, okay? <laughs> uh, let me just find out. I just need to roll AD20. Okay. Um, despite that, you get aboard the horse and it um, like stumbles briefly but doesn't fall asleep. You... Um... And you, you're off. Yeah. Into the sense. 
And I think we'll call it there. We're about to what? die by a random Loch Ness monster. Indeed. Um, I am by myself gonna... riding a horse off into the sunset. <laughs> I don't think any of us are in a good position. You say riding. It's, it's lame when you're putting it to sleep. So. It's not lame. No, you should get the lame one. She's got a normal drag. Um, so I'd like to thank my players, uh, Ellie, Josh, Annie, Khalil, and Alice. If you'd like to plug your social media, now is an amazing time to do so. Um, I'm at Ellie Bav, but I'm also at Ellie underscore Bav on TikTok. Uh, and I make great content there, so you should probably follow me on that as well. Best content. <laughs> Uh, I am at MCM Josh, and I don't know what TikTok is, except for noise from clocks, because I'm old. <laughs> uh, I'm at Annie underscore Squirrel on Twitter and TikTok. Um, I don't make as great content, but I try. Uh, I love comments on our YouTube channel, and one of my favorite ones goes out to Nightcat. So my at is at. Uh, a thousand smutty little words. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That was a good comment. Um, and I'm at A-L-U-C-Y. And I'm at MCM underscore Tim. And remember, if you don't know what to do, stay home and stay safe. Mm. And See you next yeah. week. <laughs> Bye. Um, bye. Thanks for listening. To support this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider.